day 69. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. Judges 13, Samson. Yeah, Samson. It's not the story you remember. <laughs> the worst judge yet, right? It's not the story you remember. They didn't tell you right in Sunday school. Yeah. All right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Samson's uh, yeah. 13 to 16 is one story in three parts. Mm. The birth, mm. chapter 13. Yeah. The life, chapter mm. 14 and 15. Mm -hmm. Death, chapter 16. Yeah. So birth, life, death. Yeah. That'll be a good way for us to move through. move through. And the very first one is this. All right. Notice. Remember the cycles. Yeah. Right? They did what was evil in the lord's sight all right yeah. sight that concept is going to be important in the right. life of samson absolutely 13 one starts off they did evil in the lord's sight what usually comes up after judges brings up and god sold them into the hands of the oppressor yeah. is that they cry out for help yeah they they've stopped crying out for help they're done <laughs> they've they're just like yo this is the way that it is but this is the dope thing of, about god mm. Just because people don't cry out for God to save them, That's good. it doesn't mean that God still doesn't save them. That's good, bro. So God's saying, yo, I'm on a mission for salvation, facts. whether or not people cry out for help. That's facts. And so what God does is he goes and we see this story of God telling a woman who mm. can't have kids mm. that the deliverer of her people is going to come through this barren womb yeah. right so people would look at their situation as a dead end they would look at her womb as a dead end mm. and god saying no with me there's no such thing as a dead end yeah. i'm going to bring look a deliverer out of what should be a cradle of life yeah but is actually not it's empty and it's barren and god is going to bring something beautiful yeah out of the darkness like he always does That's like he did in Genesis 1, calling yeah. light out of darkness, bringing beauty out of Joseph's story. Mm. God's going to bring beauty out of the darkest places. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's excellent, bro. You you laid it out beautifully, bro. <laughs> I don't even know how to come behind you <laughs> on that one. Yeah, um, I think that was one of the things I just really uh, resonated with with what you said was the sin, right, of Israel. So it's like they, this uh, text is going to show us that Israel got comfortable right. and with their sin and their conscience is now so numb right. that what was once grievous to them right. has become normal. Right. And we need to have our alarm right. set right, right. for when that happens to us yeah. that we're probably in danger. Right. right. But the beauty of what God does, he comes to this woman and again, look how she responds, right? Right. And many have said this parallels, this takes parallels with the Abraham story. Right. Right. Where Sarah God said, yo, like you're gonna have this child. She laughs. Right. This woman, not named in the story, right. shows faith. Right. Right. She shows the amount of faith. And it's not Manoah, Samson's right. father, yeah. that shows the faith here. Yeah. And they say, no, no, no. We've God has revealed himself to us. Right. Right. We've seen God. So they were actually scared. Right. But God comes through, delivers Samson. And Samson is a wild boy, 14. <laughs> Ooh, wow. All right, look. Chapter 13 starts off with, yo. Yeah. They did evil in the Lord's sight. Yeah. Chapter 14 starts off, and what we see is this. Samson went down to Timnah, mm -hmm. and he saw this saw. young woman. Yeah, He goes back to his parents and says, yo, I've seen this girl. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. She's it. Mm -hmm. 
And they're like, yo, Samson, we're supposed to live by faith. There's a way that God's called us mm, to mm. live. Remember what God said. Mm. And the CSB doesn't bring it out. But in verse three, Samson's rebuttal is, yo, I know what God says, yeah. but get her for me. She's right in my eyes. In my eyes yeah. And so we see this Samson yeah. being governed by his eyes, yeah. by what he sees. He trusts what he sees more than he trusts what God says. says. And that is what the nation has, has been like. And this is what he's like. And it just leads him down this path. Samson yeah. is a wild boy. So remember, now we see this, the inverse in the structure of judges, right? At the beginning, Othniel is the first judge. Right. He gets very little airtime. Right. But after his deliverance... They had rest for 40 years. Right. Now they have been oppressed for 40 years. Yeah. And you have Samson, who is the worst judge, getting the most airtime. The most airtime. Right? And like you said, man, I love that because, um, you know, when they're like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this, bro. Like, remember the law, right? Like, they're not being racist. Yeah. They're being religious, as yeah. you often said. So you were supposed to marry within the Israelites, right? Instead of making war with the oppressor, right. this brother has a wedding. Ah. <laughs> so, so he has a wedding with this Philistine woman, and these were the ones who were oppressing Israel. And man, it's just amazing to see how he was set apart from birth as a Nazarite. So he had this vow, yeah. number six, yeah. right? He wasn't supposed to shave his head. Right. He wasn't supposed to drink wine. Right. And he wasn't supposed to come against come uh, touching unclean things. Brother Blake breaks all of them. All of them. <laughs> breaks every vow. But the thing is, bro, um, you know, he marries a, a, a foreign woman. He has a wedding feast, seven-day wedding feast. So he's right. drinking wine. Right. <laughs> then he, he tears his lion apart, unclean animal. And then he comes against a carcass, touches that, and then gives some back to his family. Yeah. So it's doubly unclean. So he's just breaking every single thing. And the text is not saying, it's not evaluating him. Yeah. But it's showing you. Right. The, the moral depths of God's people. And like you said, bro. There's this spiritual decline right. or this spiritual spiraling down of right. the people, but it's seen first in its leaders. Right. And I want to tell us, uh, we have to be mindful, bro. Yep. When our leaders begin to spiral, right. you'll be surprised how much the people go with them. Right. Yeah. Mm, that's so good, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Samson, one of the interesting things that you see in this story that rocks some of our worldview is the spirit of the Lord comes upon Samson yeah. to do his greatest feat, mm. feats mm. when Samson's on his way to sin and to while out, wild. right? And you see j just God breaking some of our paradigms Facts. and helping you see, oh, listen, wait, 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 wait. Do not judge somebody's faithfulness by their fruitfulness, mm. right? God's going to use people to do things, mm. but that is no indicator of their or it's no necessary indicator of how close they are yeah. to him, right? So what you see is this. Samson kills this lion. A carcass is there. Yeah. Then he comes back, and there are there are bees making honey mm. in the carcass. Bees don't make honey in carcasses. That's, That's where good. flies live. That's good. It is a miracle, look mm. at this, that something sweet is coming out of something so destructive That's good. and dead. Yeah. It is a picture of Israel. It is a picture mm. of Samson's life. It is a picture of the way that God works. Mm. God can look at something that is dead and decaying, and God in his grace can produce something that's sweet on the inside. However, Samson takes that, gives some to his parents and the text is clear to say, mm -hmm. but they don't know where it comes from. So here you have Samson yeah. 
making the clean mm. unclean. That's good. And they don't know, right? Yeah. This is going to make sense in the Gospels where Jesus is going to touch lepers mm. and Jesus is going to make the unclean clean. clean. Yeah. Countering, Countering Samson. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's fire, bro. And again, this brother is not righteous. He's more like Rambo. <laughs> right, right, so dude right. is just reckless, right? And so he goes back to the crib after he's gotten married, comes back to his wife's home, yeah. and her pops is giving her away yeah. to another dude. So he's hot. He takes all 300 foxes, <laughs> brings their tails together, lights them on fire, and ends up killing his father-in-law and yeah. his former wife. Yeah. So you just see, again, the recklessness of this judge who is murdering, who is... Um, just not obeying God, not keeping any of his vows. And he just is tearing folks up. Yeah. And so later in 15, what's going to happen is crazy, right? The uh, the Philistines are going to, going to try to arrest him and they're going to send Judah to do it. Right. Now look at this. Uh. Judah was supposed to be the leading tribe. Right. And so now you see them, instead of warring against the oppressor like they were supposed to in leading Israel in Judges chapter 1, now they're siding with the oppressor right. and coming against their own judge. Yep. Right? And so, yeah, like, and it doesn't work. <laughs> Samson is, is, is so strong and so powerful that he ends up, you know, he gets tied up by Judah, goes to the Philistines, kills a thousand Philistines, right? But at the end of the day, we still see again, once again, God's people are in disarray and the judge is making it worse. You see it again, bro. Like you said, Samson is supposed to be the deliverer and the people are so used to the oppression they're not calling out to god for help mm. they don't even look at him and say yo you're strong like we're on your side we'll follow you yeah they say listen man we just don't want any trouble mm. yo go and you have the people of god yeah. selling their rescuer mm. into the hands of the oppressor and thinking that somehow mm. they aren't culpable in his death because they're like they're not gonna kill him yeah samson and here's where you see this and it's like all right look here's what takes place next they set him up yeah. samson takes a jawbone of a donkey again you're not supposed to touch anything that's unclean Clean. but the spirit of the lord comes upon him yeah. kills a thousand of them mm. and then look after the lord worked an amazing deliverance what usually takes place in the bible the people of God sing a song of praise to God. Yeah. The instrumentalists, That's good. right? That's good. Yeah. They don't sing a song of praise to the dry ground on the Red Sea. That's good. Samson kills them with the jawbone, mm -hmm. and he's like, yo, I'm going to name this place Jawbone Hill. Yeah. So he applauds the instrument, not the instrumentalist. That's good. Then Samson cries out, and it's like, yo, God, after I did this, are you just going to let me die of thirst? Yeah. And God miraculously brings water out mm. and samson doesn't call that place like hagar calls it yo this is the place of the god who who sees, sees. Yeah, right, yeah. samson's like yo this is the place of the one who called out mm. and so you constantly see yeah. these great deliverances that come through god mm. and samson mm. is walking by side he sees what god does through him and he honors him himself right mm. this is Samson is not the Sunday school hero you remember. Yeah. This is God bringing honey out of a dead carcass. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's excellent, man. And in the final chapter, bro, he is even more wild. 
right? He marries a prostitute. Right. Then after that, he marries Delilah, who's a Philistine, still right. still doing the same things. God's saying, yo, I want you to have standards. And yeah. Samson keeps saying, but she fine, though. <laughs> yeah, he keeps using his own eyes. And again, bro, this is like Judges is foreshadowing what's going to happen right. in the nation, right? Yeah. Solomon's going to come. Yeah. He's going to marry all of these foreign wives, and it's going to be lead to the demise of his kingdom. Right, right, right. And so here... Um, again, he's doing what's right with his own in his own eyes. And again, we can't make decisions solely based off of what we see. Right. right. But Samson gets his eyes plucked out by the Philistines. So even going back though, he gets his hair cut, right? Yeah. And most people are like, oh, that's how he lost his strength. His hair is cut. No, you know what happened? Right. He literally ab- abolished and uh <laughs> just did away with all of his vows. And that was the last one. Right. And so what God does, it says God left him. Which Cause, is because he one, abandoned his vows. Yeah. yeah, which is one of the saddest verses in the Bible. Yeah, sixteen twenty. Samson gets up and he's like, "Yo, yeah." He presumes, "Yo, the spirit of God has been on me when I've been wilding. I'm good." And it says, "And he didn't know that the Lord left him." Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. What a what a shame it would be for us yeah. to continue and walk down a path of disobedience and destruction and God in his grace continue to deliver us and we assume that we can continue uh mm-hmm. unimpeded to live that way and God's yeah. like nah at some point I'm pulling the rug out from underneath you yeah and yeah and his eyes being plucked out is not the- just punishment mm-hmm. it's an act of grace mm. the thing that constantly led him into sin mm. God saying, all right, yo, we 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 gonna make sure that that's gone. Mm. Yeah. And it's only and it's only after his eyes are plucked out that he begins to act like a faithful judge. Right. Right. It is something about him seeing right. that was leading him in disobedience. Right. But now after he actually delivers without his eyes, right. um, more he kills more than he did in his entire life. And so you just see that, man, just because God is working behind the scenes. Right. Doesn't mean he doesn't deserve all of the credit. That's great, bro. Yeah. Yep. God deserves all the credit, all the glory, and he works through this broken vessel. Another thing to mess your paradigm up. Samson is mentioned in Hebrews 11. So so this is the wild part. This is the the part that that's always been tough for me, right? Yeah. After Samson comes through, mm. One of the things that you see is like there's this one hint of God's grace, right? It says all this stuff that he was captured and all that, but then there's this small thing that says, but his hair started to grow back. Mm. And you just see like, yo, he's at rock bottom. But it seems like that there's hope that God's not done with him. Mm. As he pushes down the tower, what you see in his life is he's not saying, God, for your glory, I want to do it. His prayer is, God, give me strength so that I can get vengeance for my two eyes. Yeah. So you even, it just messes up our mm. paradigms because the parts of the story that we see, yeah. it seems like Samson is governed almost completely by self-interest. Mm. But the fact that he's mentioned in Hebrews 11 just maybe helps us see that we get the story but there was more to Samson's story than what we see or what we read here. And to, I know, I know this is going to yeah. go long, but no, no, so, the hall of faith yeah. is what we kind of tag that. Yeah. The text never says it calls it the hall of faith. <laughs> right. It's the little headings in our Bibles <laughs> that people be, ah, this is, and it's like, no, right? All the text is, all the text says is, no, by faith, this happened. By right. faith, 
this happens. And right. at the end, it's like, you know, his name's he with Jephthah, Samson. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what? But I think more than anything, it wants to show, especially in the context of Hebrews, yeah. that this is a faithful God. Right. At the mm. end of the day, he's going to use everybody on the list. Broken. Broken. Right. I don't want to say trash because I'm just as bad. But right. it's like broken people, man. Yeah. And you see this God. He's the one consistent character through every age, every era. And even now, when we look out and we see the brokenness of the world, yeah. the brokenness of amongst God's own people, he's the one consistent, faithful one who's going to do what he's always done. Yeah. And he sent his son to die and deliver people. Like Samson died and delivered Israel here. Yep. His son died and delivered us. Amen. He rose from the grave and he Amen. reigns right now. Amen. And he will forever. Amen. Yeah. Bro, this is, you know, we as we end off with this, we talk about, you know, the Bible being uh window to point us to Christ and I know that we are long it's all good but look at what takes place there is another deliverer mm -hmm. who has a miraculous birth mm -hmm. a life and a death Jesus comes and is born mm -hmm. throughout his life yeah. he's governed not by what he sees but he says no I'm I trust what God says more than oh, what hey. I see yeah. Jesus himself doesn't make the un the clean unclean he makes the unclean clean, which nobody else could do in an instant, right? Mm -hmm. Then Jesus finds himself sold to his oppressors, not by Judah, but by Judas. Right. Both is the same root word, yeah. right? That means to praise God. Jesus, again, like Samson, is betrayed mm -hmm. by somebody close enough to give him a kiss. Yeah. And with arms outstretched, Jesus does deliver yeah. more, or Jesus achieves his greatest victory right. yeah, good. in his death than he does in his life. And you go back to the beginning of the story. Mm. And when Samson's parents were afraid that they were going to die because they saw the face of God, yeah. they said, no, 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 no. But wait, mm. we don't have to be concerned about that. Because the sacrifice that we made to God mm -hmm. ascended and rose up. God accepted sacrifice. the sacrifice yeah. so we have peace with him. Yeah. Jesus yeah. dies and he ascends and reminds us that we have peace, peace with God. God. So yeah. Samson is but a shadow, mm -hmm. a silhouette of the amazing savior that we have in a the Lord yeah. Jesus yeah. that can bring honey out of the dead carcasses. So I don't know where you are right now, but God's not done with you yet. Yeah. I don't know where... The people are that you would look to and say they're done, their life is a wrap, but I want you to know God's not done with them yet. Yeah. God brings me out of chaos. Yeah, and I just feel the spirit. So Come I, on. I, it, it's, it's fine that it's going long. But thinking about it, man, like Samson's name is in Hebrews 11, right? Um, the faith chapter. And I just think about our names yeah. are written in the Lamb's uh, book of life yeah. with blood-stained ink mm. and there's nothing that can erase it yeah even amidst all the sinfulness and sin that is in our lives and that has been in our lives amen. because of the strength of our savior amen yeah yeah let's pray father we thank you that you are a god that brings uh beauty out of chaos honey out of carcasses something yes, some beautiful artwork out of uh trash lord you are the great recycler of the trash and the sin that is our lives i pray that we would remember that not just for us but for the people that we would look at and uh be willing to right now close the chapter on their lives mm. when you remind us lord that as long as there is breath still in their lungs their story is written and even after their breath 
is gone. There is more to people's stories than what we read and experience, Father. I pray that you would help us to constantly remain encouraged and full of hope. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.